What's good, my friends? Y'all want to know what's really good? Your boy Wolf the Dog sure does. What's really good is me being your host on the greatest show in the known and unknown universe. 694.2 PTBP. The only show that will let y'all know what's really going on in all the dimensions. Suck it, NPR. What do you fools even know about the 27th dimension? Speaking of other dimensions, this week's Howlin' with Wolf comes from Justin J from the Twitter dimension, who tagged that pretending pod in a tweet about binging the whole show in four days. Whoa. Hell yeah, Justin J on Twitter. They write, Hey Wolf, long time listener, first time howler. I wanted to give a shout out to my best friend Dan. Well, best friend besides my wife. Your taste in music and games and podcasts is unparalleled, and I'm glad I could turn you on to the adventures of our boys in contention. You're also an invaluable asset, and we couldn't make our show without you. What show, you ask? Well, if y'all want more supernatural nonsense in your lives, you should check out the Cryptid Cases. See you Friday, probably. Hell yeah, Justin J from Twitter. Thanks for writing about the show and spreading the good word of the fine folks of PTBP. I like your name, Justin. It reminds me of a name I once had in a past life in another dimension. I look forward to seeing you Friday, probably. But you will not see me on Friday, probably. I like to hang out from afar, usually using some binoculars or telescopes. Just watching, waiting. Until the time is just right. Remember, if you want to write up something for your wolf to howl, tag at Pretending Pod on Instagram or Twitter, tag Pretending to Be People on Facebook, or write a five star review and email us at pretendingpod at gmail.com. Also, the contest happening over on the subreddit ends at 11.59 p.m. Central Time on September 23rd. All entries have a shot at winning a D&D 5th edition starter set, and the winner will receive a hardback slipcase set of Delta Green the role-playing game. Check out all the gorgeous entries on the thread so far, as they are all stunning in their own delightful ways. Gorgeous, stunning, delightful, it can it be, but it is. It's the news. With Keith Vigna unconscious, Clark Bishop and John Lee Pettymore took turns tossing grenades into the maw of the atrociously massive fish person creature. Doug Jacobs, in the body of Agent Trent Chad, was decapitated by the scythe of a fishy humanoid. This same gamey bipedal amphibian then lodged that scythe into the skull of Kathy Piston. John Lee Kevin Moore was swallowed whole by Big Daddy Fish Monster, but swam through the hole Keith made previously. However, an unseen force dragged his body down to the bottom of the tank, up against the glass of that gargantuan aquarium, and Kevin Lee Pettymore made direct eye contact with Marvin Glass as his lungs filled with water. Like the lead singer of the Pussycat Dolls once said, don't hold your breath, it's kudzu with no backbone, baby.
mama made me mash my M and M's. Oh my! Hey Clark, or hey Joe. <laughs> you can you can call me Clark. You can call me Clark. Clark, you are standing on the wet catwalk above this murky water in this dank room. Keith Vigna is in your arms, and in front of you both is the lone standing fish man. Just previously, the giant monstrosity that is in the deep and four times bigger than the normal fishman swallowed John Lee Pettymore, John Lee Kevin Moore, whole, <laughs> and then dove into the depths below. <laughs> we are still in combat. And oh, shit. it is the top of the order, which means it is Clark Bishop's turn. Um, uh, looking down into the water, can I see Big Fish Boy, or is he just completely out of sight at this point? Completely out of sight at this point. Okay, I'm going to take a shot at the fishman in front of me. Go ahead and roll firearms. As you kind of back up with Keith Vigna in your arms, you are backing into a part of the catwalk that has been ripped down by the giant monstrosity, so there's water behind you. Do you roll a successful firearms check? I did. A 13 on an 80. Alrighty, go ahead and roll a d10 for me for damage. A 4. Alright. So there's no catwalk behind me at all? No, it has been ripped down. Could I make a maneuver across that corner? Uh, You would have to roll an athletics check at a negative 20% because you're holding on to Keith Vigna. I would give you a negative 40, but Keith Vigna, he's a rubbery guy. He's pretty easy to hold on to. I don't feel like I can risk it, so I'll just wait and see what happens. Alrighty. Uh, it's, it, the fishman that's in front of me is blocking my way, ostensibly. Is ostensibly that he is. Okay. Even though he's on the opposite side of the elevator door, he is still blocking your way because behind you, in between you and the elevator Got door. It. It's just this torn down catwalk, and you're not sure if you jump down into it with a couple feet of water up onto your knees. It might break all the way off and fall into the depths plunge below. So it is this, uh, it looks like a human, honestly, it does. It looks like a human person that has been genetically modified or uh, grown and, and birthed in some unnatural way to make them look like this and sure your everyday monstrosity exactly and this everyday monstrosity is coming at you with a massive scythe and it fails its role thank god so it kind of lunges toward you and you move just right out of the way as it comes for you and it's back to you it's just going to go back and forth here oh for real yes sir so what would you like to do what are damage mechanics if I wanted to use that scythe against him? Could I use an unarmed combat to take that flail at me and turn it on him? I think we've done that before. Yeah, actually, uh, you can you can absolutely do that. Yes. Okay, I'm going <laughs> to so try. So that would mean you're going to basically do unarmed combat okay. against him. So go ahead and roll that. I pass a 38 on a 70. He's going to try to fight back, and he failed with a 91. Fuck yeah. So what you're going to do is, uh, with this, you can take control of his scythe and do damage with it. So that damage is a D8 plus 2. So go ahead and roll that for me. Oh, dude, I don't think I have a D8 sitting out, do you? I have a D8. Nice. It's one of the nice metal ones that you gave me. Sweet. 
I hope it rolls an eight. <laughs> it fucking did. No! I swear to God. I swear to God. It's an eight. It's an eight. It's an eight. Hell yeah. That is, it had six hit points left with Fuck two yeah. armor. Fuck yeah. Oh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so yeah. you take it just down to zero. Do you want to describe how you take control of this fish man's main weapon and take it down? When he came swinging at me and he totally whiffed in the air, my gun hand, I reached out and wrapped my arm around that peg or that the stick of the scythe absolutely and just lunged forward so oh. that it would I was probably wanting to aim as high as I could to decapitate but we'll see how high that got me it got him like maybe through the, oh, it through goes, the neck hole it goes straight <laughs> straight through one of its gills yeah, yeah. on the side of its neck and you actually see it, the scythe goes into the gills and comes out of the fishman's mouth with the human teeth. Oh, nice. And so the point of the scythe is coming out through its big smile. That's a nice little kung fu move I put on that boy. <laughs> and as you do that, it falls onto the catwalk next to you, and you are standing in this murky, damp, dank prison, torture chamber, aquatic mess by yourself. Keith Vigna's in your arms. You did all that with him like as a puppet and like a marionette like in front of you. Yeah. <laughs> Are we still in combat orders? Do I need to? No. And okay. as you stand there kind of uh, reeling from this, you feel a rumble from beneath. And looking down, you see this massive explosion happen deep down in the water and the bubbles start coming. And they don't stop coming. <laughs> John Lee Pettymore got fed to the fish and he hit the ground running. Did him all right. Uh, so as these bubbles are hitting the top of the water, so too a massive fish side. Humanoid. F- flank of fish? F- flank of fish <laughs> floats to the top of the water that's either a really good sign or a really bad sign and then on the other side of you you see the bottom half of this monstrosity with its weird legs fused together and its tight tight genitals (laughs) (laughs) in between and next to it you see the bottom half of George Piston and the top half of George Piston that's a that's an okay half to see as far as knowing that John's down there. <laughs> and I need you to roll a sanity check. Oh shit. I do not pass. It's a thirty on a sixteen. Okay, I need you to go down to fifteen, losing one sanity. And you just break down in this room. And as you're standing there holding the body of Keith Vigna, crying as a god who has failed. Ding! The elevator door opens up. Uh, I hope it's empty. (laughs) Oh, do you want it to be empty? (laughs) Did you think it would be empty? (laughs) I was uh, a little afraid of uh, getting out all this and then fighting something in an elevator, so uh, I guess we'll see what's happening. It's empty. Phew. (laughs) <laughs> oh thank god is keith in my arms do i think he's dead as i'm holding him or do i know that he's 
uh, unconscious or whatever. Uh, roll a first aid check. Okay. Uh, shit. A 38 on a 30. All right. So close. He is super dead. (laughs) And I drop him in the water. (laughs) (laughs) Burial at sea. No, I'm not going to drop him in the water. I'm going to try. I want to get to the elevator and I just want to throw him between the thresh, like over the threshold so that the doors can't close. Okay. So it keeps the elevator there. You're doing this. And then I want to go back to the last place I saw John Lee Pettymore. Is it in the same place that the now body has reemerged, resurfaced? Or is it in a different area now? The uh, uh, There's not a current in here. So everything that floated to the top is where it was earlier. Is that what you asked? Essentially, I was wondering if the when the when the big guy got him, did he swim away with him? Seems like he went straight down. Okay. Uh, fuck. There's other people hanging in this room. Yes. Do I A, recognize any of them, and B, can I tell if any of them are alive? Or actually, I'm more looking for any of them that are already dead. There's The nearest one to you is already dead. The other three seem to be unconscious that you can see. But one is like very clearly skin dilapidating to the point of the fish hook has ripped its way from the middle of the forearm all the way up to the hands and it's just hanging clearly by bones at this point yeah i was thinking i was going to use him to like see if there were other monsters in the water but i'm nervous about time with that if john lee pettymore is still alive and under the surface i think i'm going to have to dive in and look for him okay how do I do that? <laughs> you dive in. Clark takes off his uh, contention uniform and he's in his tidy whities awesome. to do so. Amazing. All right. Are you bringing anything? Are you bringing the uh, the scythe with you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's not going to leave my side for as long as I can keep it. <laughs> that's a cool weapon of uh, destruction right there. <laughs> All right. According to the rules, you have con times five rounds if you take a full breath before you jump in. So you have a shitload of rounds. Yeah, that's a lot. So I am going to... I also have that thing that makes it so that my con is extra high. Oh my gosh, yeah. So you have plenty of time. Yeah. So if your search is above a 40, you'll find what you're looking for. But if it's not, if it's a 40 or below, then I'll have you roll search. So what is your search skill? I don't have any inserts, so I have a baseline of 20. Okay, so you'll need to roll. Okay. Shit. Zach, you want to take a fucking yeah, picture yeah, yeah, yeah. of this? <laughs> I, rolled a, I rolled a 19. What? Oh my god. I rolled a fucking 19 on a 20. <laughs> I'm like shaking. <laughs> 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 Joe Terry's ability to roll successes in the most dire of situations keeps me on my toes as a GM <laughs> more than anything else. Holy more fuck. than Luke just like claiming that things exist, like more than Thomas doing jokes, like your ability to roll successes when you have nothing in the skill is mind-blowing that uh that was incredible i'm i literally have an adrenaline surge right now going through my body (laughs) joe clark is swimming through this murkiness and swimming and swimming 
and you're trying to find anything, but the water is so, so opaque with how dirty and disgusting it is. Every once in a while you find these pockets of like cool water that are a little bit easier to see through, but for the most part, it is impossible to see more than a foot in front of your face down here. But all of a sudden you reach out and you feel clothes and you feel the body of John Lee Pettymore in front of you and continuing to reach forward you see he is pressed up against glass some sort of wall here what do you want to do you're on the other side of John Lee Pettymore from this glass as you swim up are my eyes open enough underwater that I can see him at this point yes Uh, are his eyes open or closed he is faced away from you and he seems to be forcibly pushed up against this glass oh shit can I run a hand kind of toward the front of him here's Joe's theory and probably Clark's too is that maybe he's being suctioned into that window because there's a hole in it and the water's trying to be rushed out so can I feel that hole if there is one you feel all the way down I'm gonna roll dice (laughs) (laughs) I need you to roll stealth as I roll something else I've got a 30 in that. I got a 36 on a 30, so I fail. I'm not going to tell you what I rolled. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. But I rolled dice. <laughs> so I but so I, just, I don't feel that hole, right? You do not feel a hole okay. as you run your hand, but you do feel pressure pulling his body up against this glass. Can I get my face closer to the glass and maybe see what's on the other side? Yes, you can. What do I see? Looking on the other side of the glass, you push your face up against it and open up your eyes in this disgusting water. And you see a large office. And in the middle of this office, there's a desk. And Marvin Glass is standing at this desk holding up a picture in his hand and he's showing it to Rosemary who's standing on the other side of the desk and he is like shaking it in her face and with his other hand he is holding it out toward the glass toward you toward John Lee Pettymore fuck so I'm, I'm pressed against the glass and I'm seeing that. Can I look like down as if I were looking down at myself and see if there's any water coming out of where John is? There's there's not, right? There's not. Okay. I'm going to try and pull him away from the glass and see what happens. Okay. I need you to roll strength. Okay. 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 I pass a 32 on a 65. As you pull at John Lee Pettymore's body you feel absolutely no change. You feel as if you are trying to pull a statue away from its place on the ground or trying to pull a car to the side with your hands. Like it's just not gonna move. Not gonna budge. Oh, fuck. Does Kevin John have any grenades left on him? No. Yeah, I didn't think so. I don't think I could do either. I'm afraid to ask a question because you'll think about it. It'll be no. Can I fire my gun underwater? In real life, I don't think you can. I don't think so. Yeah. Right? I don't think you can. 
I think there are guns in this world that you can fire underwater, but I don't think that your like service pistol is one of them. Fuck. Can I get a sense of how far down below the catwalks I have traveled to find John Lee Pettymore's body against the glass? Roll intelligence for me. Uh, I pass a 20 on a 55. Like 40 meters. It's pretty deep. Oh, boy. Uh, I want to roll first A to see if uh, John Lee Pettymore is actually alive or not. Okay, reach for that pulse while you roll first A. I pass five on a 30. John Lee Pettymore's heart is no longer beating. He's kind of robot-y, though. I don't know if he needs a heart anymore. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have a heart. You wouldn't find a heartbeat on me, and I'm dandy. (laughs) And that's why you don't have to roll sanity. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm kind of at a loss. uh, Here's what I think I'm going to try, because I've got such good underwater swimming skills that I've just made up just now. <laughs> Can I swim up to the top? Here's what I want to do. I'll tell you the whole action that I want to Hit do. Hit with it. So I want to swim back up to the top, jump onto the catwalk, run over to uh, Keith's body, and try and find his strong, tiny, powerful gun. I want to run back to the edge of the catwalk and shoot down where I last was, trying to break the glass into into Glass's office. I want to break the glass into Glass's office so that it floods. Okay. Give me any and all rolls I need to do to make that happen. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what that laugh means. This is going to be good. Oh, no. (laughs) You swim back down. You got that insane constitution. And we'll say that you, uh, you felt your way around to figure out, like where you were on the catwalk so you get up on the catwalk still like empty in here just these unconscious and maybe dead bodies hanging in the background as you walk over to the body of keith vigna which is halfway into the elevator and the elevator door is like as you're walking up it's like going yeah it just keeps hitting him over and over again and he's losing a hit point every time so he's dead now Damn it. <laughs> so you killed John Lee Pettymore. You killed Keith Vigna. What else can you do this Clark episode? Is, it sounds like Clark's winning the game. <laughs> Clark won the game. So This was player versus player the whole time. <laughs> you guys knew that, right? Yeah. So you go over and you grab this small, powerful pistol off of Keith's belt. Uh, or inside his massive cargo shorts, rather. <laughs> yeah. You drop back down into the water what are you doing you're diving down with this gun still in your whitey tidies drenched from head to toe walking on the catwalk the image of this is fantastic i, I love it too i so in my quick explanation i said i was going to shoot from the catwalk oh i was trying from the catwalk. i was trying to avoid the waterlock gun issue gotcha with his powerful gun to maybe help with the extra distance gotcha 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 Go ahead and roll a uh, roll a sanity check for me. This isn't to lose sanity. Uh, this is just to gauge <laughs> a feeling. Oh my god! I pass a twelve on a fifteen. Now's uh, an interesting time to pass a sanity check when it when it doesn't matter uh, for your, <laughs> for losing sanity points. Yeah, you uh, you fully you look at this gun. You say no, no, all all guns can't fire underwater. 
I'm sure of it. (laughs) (laughs) And that's going to be a a boon to you uh, Uh, in the future. So, okay. Describe what you're doing here. I'm going back to the edge. Um, I'm on the edge of (laughs) nowhere. I'm shooting down from the catwalk to the window. (laughs) To the wall. And. The sweat is dripping down your balls as you fire. Making the bitches crawl. <laughs> All right. So you skeet, skeet, motherfucker oh, into God this damn. wall. <laughs> <laughs> and when you fire, the very first time you fire, you see a crack. Do you continue to fire? Yes. Uh, yes. Yes, I do. You continue firing until a leak begins and then all of a sudden you see the spider web of cracks grow so quickly across this entire wall and in one swift movement all the glass (sighs) breaks out and all of this water starts rushing into the room where you saw Marvin Glass and Rosemary. Yeah. Fuck yeah. You're still standing on this catwalk. What do you do? As the water presumably starts lowering because it's being rushed into that room, Yeah. can I see better what's happening in that room from where I am? I'm specifically looking to see if John's body is being swept in with it, and I'm specifically looking to see where Marvin has ended up. Or is, or is ending up, or is maybe running, I don't know. That's really interesting, because when you look down into this next room over, as you will, you see Marvin Glass and Rosemary. Marvin Glass has his hands up, and his desk is still right in front of him. It's at standing height. He doesn't sit at his desk. It's a standing desk. He's trying to be healthy. And <laughs> he is holding himself the desk and Rosemary above the water as it's rushing in below him. And as the water settles into like a one level covering the floor of both of these rooms, these very, very large rooms, he holds a hand down and then he lowers himself and Rosemary onto the top of the water. And both of them are standing on the water you do not see the body of John Lee Pettymore. Oh, God. Roll stealth for me. Whoa. Whoa. Okay. First roll sanity. Let's go ahead and do that. Okay. Uh, I fail the sanity. A uh, 35 on a 15. All right. You're going to lose two sanity. Alrighty. I'm at 13. Now, I need you... What is your stealth at? I'm going to give you a negative for losing that sanity. I've got a 30 in stealth. Okay. Well, I'm giving you a negative 40. So, no need to roll here, I guess. <laughs> uh, actually, go ahead and roll. Let's see if your dice match. And if the oh, dice match, God. no matter what, it's a critical fail. Oh, boy. The dice do not match. <laughs> It's a 49. It's a regular fail as Marvin Glass whips his head up and makes direct eye contact with you. <laughs> God damn it. Gotcha. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I hurt my side, though. I hurt my, my rib hit my spleen. I don't know what's down there. 
Something something feels bad. That's a heck of a scream. Oh, God. You ruptured your appendix yeah. on that scream. <laughs> be heartbreaking. I need you to roll power for me. Ooh. Okay. Okay. It's a contest. Okay. Oh, God. I pass, but it's really low. I pass with a six. <laughs> he actually passed with a nine. Nice. Wow. A six and a nine. Nice. You feel your entire body seize. You no longer have control. Fuck. And he lifts up his hand, and in one swift movement, like, do you remember when you were in the cemetery and that creature just moved uh-huh. into position? You do that, and all of a sudden you are standing in front of Marvin Glass. You're standing on the water, and you are standing on the water. I can feel my weight in my shoes and standing on it? Yes, you can. Oh my god, that's cool. I need you to roll another sanity check for me. Because you just changed locations so quickly. Uh, fail. 80, oh fuck. It's a fail uh, above my power. Uh, 85. What do you want to do here, Clark? As a god. Who is standing on water now. Who is now standing (laughs) on water. If he's still got me held, I can't do anything. But the, it, for t- t- for describing what's going on in inside Clark's head, he would be he'd be freaking the fuck out and wanting to uh, wanting to rip Marvin limb from limb. He would be he would be fighting with every fiber of his body to get out of the hold that whatever Marvin has on him and shoving the small but powerful pistol into his fucking mouth. <laughs> yeah. It looks really sad because you can't do any of that. Yeah. But we can see on your face how badly you want to. So as far as these disorders go, I mean, that would probably like, it would be fucking up his brain from the inside. Yes. <laughs> I would be, I would be melting in inward <laughs> to not be able to express what I'm feeling right now. <laughs> All right. We'll uh, we'll stop there for now. I'm gonna go grab Luke. Oh shit! Fuck. Luke. Yes. Keith Vigno is unconscious. Yeah. I. You hope just he still is. <laughs> Luke. Keith Vigna's eyes open. And they're staring into black darkness. Just pure obsidian reflection looking back down at you. And you notice that you have been jammed halfway into this elevator. And the elevator's doors are closing on you. Just like close, open, close, open, close, open. And you feel on your chest where you got just shredded earlier, you feel a bit of walking around, and you hear, Hey, friend, I'm almost done. I'm almost done taking care of you. Are you going to... I hope that you're feeling better. And you gain four hit points. Oh, hell yeah. I think you were at two hit points when you went unconscious, right? So you're up to six hit points now. And looking down, you see that Peter Dieter is spitting his like weird saliva all over you and then like using his little human hands to like close up your wounds, basically. A tear falls down my right eye and I 
just say, you don't know how good it is to see you. I never thought I'd see you again. I'm glad I could. I'm glad I could save you, my friend. It's really, it's really nice to see a friend again. I was inside of uh, darkness for a long time, and it was really gross in there. And I just, I hated it. There were all these, uh, all these bad friends, you know. Yeah. They kept coming in, and they were all very, very standoffish. How did you get out? I swam. There was a, there was a lot of water rushing, and I just went with the current. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Luke, as you uh, as you look down, you actually see the water in this room, this room that you've just been trapped right. in for some time. The water is much lower than it was before, like forty meters lower okay. than it was before. And looking down, you see the wall on the right side is gone, which is where you think that aquarium glass was. So it appears to have been probably broken. It appears to have probably been broken. Are my eyes adjusting at all? Is it getting a little less? Can I see a little better in here? You can see a little bit better as you're coming to consciousness and looking down, you see that there was a room next to this room at a lower point. And it is Marvin Glass's office, but the floor is made entirely of water and marvin glass is standing on this water behind his platform podium like desk and across from him is clark bishop and rose mary do they see me i need you to roll stealth what's keith victor ten percent ten percent not a sneaky guy 89. All right. Would you like to spend 79 luck to make that a success? No. (laughs) I can't, and I wouldn't anyway. All right. With that, Marvin Glass looks up at you. He is 150, 200 yards away, but you feel it when you look down. You feel his eyes staring into you. I want to crab walk backwards into into the elevator. I need you to roll power for me. 18 on a 50. I rolled a six. Wait. It means you win. Yay. (laughs) I was like, what? All right. So what that means is as you back away, you see in front of you, Peter Dieter is lifted off of you and goes flying down below as you scurry back into the elevator and the door closes. No. I needed him. Roll sanity. I know you don't have empathy. No, nope. technically. Yep. <laughs> I mean, you do. Luke yeah. feels bad about right, losing Peter Dieter. I think Keith feels bad because Peter could have helped him, but not. I don't feel bad for <laughs> not that. in an emotional way. Right. No. Just because you needed a compatriot on your. I needed help. I didn't care elevator. about him necessarily. Yeah. <laughs> the door closes, and you are in this elevator. Is there light or is it also like just pitch black? No, there's light in here. It's as you've been in this elevator before and it looks very similar, except for now it is wet because you are soaking wet and it is covered in your blood. Yeah. So with his spit and whatnot, has it patched up a little bit of the bleeding? Yes, it has. Okay, cool. I stand up. Is there anything else in here with me or is it just me? It is just you and the elevator begins moving backwards and then up and then across, and then up. It's like that Roald Dahl book. Just like that 
these schnozberries don't taste anything like schnozberries. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So the elevator door opens into a lab. And looking around, you can see these uh, these clear dividing walls all over the place are covered in, like, expo marker with all this crazy math all over so it. So this is not the one that I, the lab that I came out of recently? No, it okay. is not. However, you see a familiar face inside this lab that is full of computers and magnets and all these uh, this electrical shit and there's a panel of television screens and there's a window into another room like a uh, like almost like an interrogation room like in the police station right. but the room that's inside is completely covered in blood and the person that you see in this room is the scientist dressed in the scientist lady yeah yeah and she's dressed in this white lab coat and she's got the goggles and the hair going all crazy atop her head she's walking around and she looks up she sees you she sees your hurt she's like well what are you doing around here hey i need your help with something you're keith right we just fixed you up yeah, I was sent on a mission by, by Marvin, and, well, I, I came back to report to him what happened, but I, I got in a, a, a little trouble. Oh, I don't uh, I walk into the room. I'm looking for my little fish friend. He was in that room where we fixed you up earlier. He was in there b- oh, before, yeah. but he's not there now, so I'm looking for him here in Francis's lab. Have you seen him, cute little fella? Well... The mission Marvin sent me on, right before he did it, he, uh, tri- I think he tried to kill that little fish guy. He sent him into the big aquarium down there. He Somehow he put his fist through the glass and just let him go. And there, there were some much bigger fish in there that I don't know if he, he would have made it or not. The scientist's face just melts into this sad placidity. Oh, okay. That that makes sense. But I don't know for sure. I didn't see him get eaten or anything. He might still be swimming around in there. He might have escaped. I don't know. Can I do a human on her? Sure, yeah. I want to see if she's somebody that I can, like, trust with the information that I know. Okay. 64 and an 80. All right. Uh, Yeah, she is uh, really hurt by this to the point to where this is, like, crushing information i thought maybe you wanted to hurt him or something but i just got hurt up in a i was in a room over the over the water the aquarium or whatever it is oh yeah the torture yeah i was in the torture chamber and i got into a little skiff and i was hurt i was i got knocked out and i was bleeding real bad and with one of them prisoners no one of the one of those fishmen. I don't know why they were attacking me, but they did. Oh, oh no, no, no! Well, there's no way my boys would ever do well, that. Well, and I just show her, you know, the wounds that I have. I'm like, one of them did this, and well, your little fish friend. I I nicknamed him Peter. Uh, I woke up to him helping me out. I was about to die, I think, and he he healed me up real good. But right before I got in the elevator, he got somehow got thrown off he might have got thrown down with marvin oh where wait how did he get to marvin's office there's not an entrance that well i saw him there's a lot less water in that aquarium now 
when I when I got knocked out, it was almost up to where I was in the catwalk, and now there it's about you know hundreds of feet lower than it is now. Oh, hundreds of well, feet. I don't know. It was dark in there. It was a lot less water down in there. I could see it was Marvin standing with a couple other people. Oh, the the water flooded Marvin's office. I guess if that's where Marvin hangs out at, that's all I that's all I saw. But was it? If you think the that room he might on be on the right when you walked in, yeah. Oh no, I gotta get down there then. Oh, ugh. can I come with you? I saw. I think I might have seen a. I don't know if it's, a, if it's a friend or an enemy, but somebody that I recognize, too. Yeah, absolutely. Let's go down there. Do you want to do anything before you leave? I would like to search the room, yeah. All right. Go ahead and roll search for me. Thirty-eight on a forty. Awesome. So, as you're explaining all this, and you guys are having this conversation, you're looking around this room and noting everything that is around. You find all these VHS tapes lined up right next to the panel of screens, next to a, a VHS player, and you can see that this is footage you're guessing from the room that is covered in blood, and. Uh, when you're looking around at the math that is all over these boards, you would notice that it's Francis's handwriting. Hey, before we leave, what, what went on in that room? Oh, yeah, no. This is where. Well, Francis's job. I'll, I'll just tell you later. I want to s- swipe one of the VHS tapes and put it in oh, my pocket. Oh, I can show you that later if you want. You probably shouldn't take it with you. I guess we can pop it in right now if you're that. I I would like to see it with my own eyes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be far better just seeing your face watch this. (laughs) So, you put in this VHS tape, and it's static on the screens in front of you. And then you see it's security footage from the corner of this room, and it's covered in blood. And in the room, there's a desk a table and behind the table uh, there's a person standing and it's a it's a young man and he is rail thin absolutely malnourished and does it remind me of like a one of the cage fighting kids absolutely reminds you of one of the cage fighting kids and this kid reaches out in front and in front of him on the desk there is a small metal sphere and when He reaches out and grabs onto the sphere. You see immediately multiple shiny limbs extend from this small metal sphere and slam into the walls on either side, giving it the leverage it needs to fling itself out of the hand of this young boy and up on top. One of its appendages slices into the soft tissue on the back of his neck, and another snaps his head forward. You can see a fracture as the third metal tendril reaches in, gripping the top of this young boy's spine where it meets his head, and it rips his entire spinal cord out of his body in one swift motion, and then it forces itself into the hole that it made. And then all of a sudden, the boy just starts running and slamming his head into the wall repeatedly until he falls to the ground, bleeding all over the room. 
<laughs> the scientist is laughing as she's watching you watch this. I need you to roll sanity for me. I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, maybe. The sanity is going to be for the uh, the science fiction nature of right, what you just right. saw. Uh, I don't. I mine is really low. Uh, yeah, I rolled a forty three on an eight. So all right, you are going to lose two sanity, taking you down to six sanity. Hold on. So I got to my breaking point the last time. That's why. Uh, oh wait. That's why you have the... That's why I have that. I, I don't think I ever changed what my next breaking point was. You don't have one. I'm j- Okay. Yeah, your next uh, your next breaking point will be zero, okay, in which cool. case you lose your mind completely. Cool, cool. That'll be fun. Yeah, super fun. Um, <laughs> so I think Keith, you know, not too much bothered by the, the violent aspect of it, but seeing that metal ball turn into some sort of weird silver monster thing and seeing that happen and I ask her I'm like is this what is on all of these videotapes oh yeah we're trying to figure out what's the deal with the metal balls does that so every time you is anytime somebody touches one of those metal balls that happens but she nods her head and her hair frantically fops the top I've been, I've seen one of these before and I've seen somebody touch it and that doesn't happen you did what now you saw what? I've seen one of those before. and Well, who had it? Where was it from? We can get into it later after we go well, rescue let's your talk, fish friend. Let's talk while we walk, all right? Okay. And you guys start talking and walking. So you tell me you saw one of them spheres? We found it in a, a fucked up head of a body, which makes me... Keith, in his mind, is like, <laughs> oh, fuck. You know, like... Yeah, uh, we got it out and we handled it and, and nothing happened to us. Oh, you touched the ball? No, I, I didn't, but... Who did? Well, one of my fellow officers went back before all this shit went down. I was a police officer. I probably am not anymore, I, I, don't, I don't guess, but... Yeah, he had it on him and we, he touched it. We, we had another one, too, and... We had a, well, this might be too much information, but fuck it. Been a weird, weird week. We have a bag that if you put these these silver balls in there, they disappear. They do what now? They disappear. You put it in the bag and then there's nothing in it afterwards. That is remarkable and it doesn't make sense. Where do you find these? They're, uh, let's go ahead and just... And the elevator door that you're in opens up, and you are looking at the hallway that leads to Marvin Glass's office. And you walk down to the end of the hallway. There's a 10 by 10 slab of black marble, an enormous and strange door that slowly slides open as you approach. And as it slides open... Keith gets a weird shiver down his neck because... He remembers the last time he was here. You remember looking down at this room earlier, and she says, wait a second, there was water. And as she's saying that, water just starts exploding out of this door and begins filling up the hallway that you were in. I need you to roll an athletics check to swim. 60 on a 50. Oh, all right.
Joe Clark Bishop is standing in front of Marvin Glass, unable to move. And the first thing that he says is, We have visitors. And then he holds up his hand and he pulls up out of the water below you, Keith Vigna and the scientist, the woman in the white lab coat and the goggles and the foppish hair. The the classic mad scientist. The classic mad scientist. And they both immediately come out of the water. They're drenched. And then all of a sudden they're both standing there next to you as well. When you both look around, you see on this desk, on this like platform desk in front of you, he has sitting the very strange camera, the very strange gun, and a silver sphere that is on a little platform. And in his hand is a picture, and you recognize it as one of the Polaroid pictures that would come out of this strange camera. And he holds it up to the two of you. And looking at this picture, you see in this darkness, this world of darkness that you've seen before with the ground made of light coming up, you see John Lee Pettymore in the body of Kevin, Keith Vigna, and Clark Bishop. And he says, Tell me what you know about this. Keith literally does what I just did and is mouth agape, jaw dropped. Same. I can't. I don't like. 